Welcome to Recalibrate. This is a podcast of Caribou Road Christian Fellowship. Our hope is to create a moment where you get to take a look at your life through the lens of Christ's teaching and recalibrate. Well, welcome back to Recalibrate. We're continuing with our study, our devotions, our thinking about this idea of what it means to live by faith. You know, one of the things I really love about doing the podcast and tying it in with our Sunday morning sermons is that it gives us a chance to really think and meditate and go over a principle more than once. They say that you've got to listen to something seven times before it begins to get into you and you begin to comprehend it fully. Well, we're doing it more than seven because we're doing it three times a week and then on Sunday morning. Some people sometimes say about our kind of churches that we don't preach deep enough, but I actually think we preach really deep. And what I mean by that is when you go over one chapter of the Bible for four or five weeks, that's pretty deep. Just digging it over and over again, trying to get more understanding, more comprehension, more truth into our hearts. And the truth that we're looking at is walking by faith. And there is few things required of us that have more impact on our lives than this idea of learning to walk by faith with God in our lives. We've been studying some of the characters from the book of Hebrews. In Hebrews chapter 11, individuals that the writer of Hebrews um, lifts up and says, hey, these are people that really lived amazing lives of faith. They really trusted God beyond um, what normal people would do. And they give them to us to say, hey, these, these folks have done amazing things and I want you to emulate them. I want you to grasp the principles of how they lived and begin to live that in your own life. On Sunday, we had an amazing sermon by uh, one of our pastors, uh, Mike Perks, and he did a fabulous job. He talked about Abraham, and he kind of went over what we've already done. He talked about how Abraham, it says, by faith, he went to a place that he didn't know. He just followed the calling of God. By faith, he um, never put trust in his own ability. He lived in a tent his entire life and was always leaning on God for his provision and his daily needs and his direction. And by faith, he and Sarah believed the promise that God would give them a child through Sarah. And that promise became stronger and stronger, stronger to them as the years went on. Even as the, in, in natural terms, it became more and more impossible. And because of that is where we get to today. It says, and so from this one man, verse 12 of Hebrews 11, and so from this one man, he as good as dead, um, came the descendants as numerous as the stars of the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. So what we see here is that it's saying that Abraham and Sarah had this faith in the promise that they would have a descendant, a child, who would multiply and have many descendants. They got old. They were beyond their childbearing years for both of them. And yet they did not waver in their belief in that promise. They, they kind of, it's funny how it says they didn't waver because they actually, I don't think they even wavered, but their faith grew stronger. The reality of the unseen, the, the promise that was not seen, became stronger in their lives, even though they got older. And because of that, they inherited that promise. I love that. I love that. Holding on to the end. 
One of the things I noticed about this scripture we just read today is it's just the word that comes to my mind is the word legacy. I want to read it again. Abraham and Sarah. And so from them, as good as they were dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. So through Abraham and Sarah, they and their faith, they created a legacy. And that's the word that really comes to my mind and heart today, legacy. It wasn't just that through them, they had a son called Isaac, who had a son called Jacob, who had a son called Joseph, who had the descent, you know, so on and so forth. It's not just a physical legacy. Yes, their faith, in God, their absolute trust in God and doing things according to the promise produce something of incredible value. I love that. You know, when you do things by faith and it's God who institutes something and it's God who brings it together, I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but it's one of the sweetest experiences in life to know that some, a door that is opened is truly of God. You know, there's a lot of doors that open in our lives and we sense God is in it, but, you know, we see other practical natural things that work in that as well but sometimes doors open sometimes god just you know god's working and he's promised you and, and something just falls into place wow you go this is a god thing and it really works beautifully and i i want to see that a lot of my life i think you do too you want to see that so much of what we do you want that sense of god on it that sense of faith that sense of waiting for god to work waiting for god to move waiting for god to bring things together or to give you the strength to bring things together and when it comes together you go wow this is amazing and so it's amazing that Abraham and Sarah only had one child, but that's all they needed. That one child had children who had children who had children, and the promise was fulfilled. When God does something, it doesn't even have to be big, but if it's a God thing, man, you just say, this is awesome, and it's beautiful in the way it happens together. But I think the other thing I notice about this is that Abraham passed on to Isaac and then to Jacob and then to the others more than just genetics, more than just DNA, he also passed on that heritage of faith. Isaac got to see his father and his mother living as people who live by faith. And he passed it on to Jacob. Now, Jacob really struggled, but ultimately even Jacob became a man of faith. Well, something birthed in God not only practically comes to pass, but the spiritual principle, the spiritual depth, the spiritual richness of it is also transferred. And I think in our lives, it's really important to think about the idea that as we live, we just don't want to see God do miracles for us or God do wonders for us or God do acts for us. But we want to leave a legacy where when people are watching us, they see us as people of faith. I think particularly with our children. Right, We want our children to see us as people who, in the words we speak, in the way we handle decisions, and the directions we go in our lives, and the way we handle pandemics, and the way we handle everything else, they say, how my mom and dad, they were people of faith. They were people who had a real trust in God. They really believed in God. And so I remember times when they were really difficult and I could see them praying. I could see them putting their trust in God. That, that's, a, that's an amazing legacy. I want to pass to my children, not just 
um, the blessings of this world, but I want to pass to my children the legacy of faith. I want them to see how faith operates through my speech and my actions. Now, that's not just for my children. I think that's for everybody around us. I think we need to be people who our walk with faith impacts others. We raise people's faith. We bring people into a position of faith. Some of the people we minister to, they're very discouraged, and they need to have us come and speak words of faith, speak words of trust, speak words of grace in Jesus Christ. Even even non-believers, even our family members who don't know Christ, we need to speak words that are words of faith. Don't let the enemy get in and use you to pull down brothers and sisters or pull down family members or pull down people in your workplace. No, no, no. And, and, and I don't want you to be people that are all speaking like um, just really weird and, and just like uh, high and mighty. But nevertheless, in our speech, our speech should be speech of faith. And our actions should be actions of faith. And our decisions should not be wavered or moved by influence of others or by fear of the future or anything like this. We should be people who are seeing that we're very calm and we, we walk in faith and we have confidence in our God that he will work into our situations. That's an amazing legacy, isn't it? And um, I, I, But I think this is the blessing that Abraham was called. You know, it said to Abraham, you will be a blessing to the nations. Through you, I will bless the nations. And actually, you know what really blessed the nations? It wasn't the Hebrew people, although they were a blessing too. But the real blessing was that he became the example of faith in Jesus Christ. His faith is the faith exemplified in Scripture as the kind of faith needed to obtain to the gospel and receive salvation. That's how he became a blessing to the nations. His legacy of faith, today, I'm a child of Abraham, you're a child of Abraham, because we have not bought into his DNA, but we've bought into his legacy of faith. We're children of his faith. Wow, that's pretty powerful, isn't it? And that's what God wants us to infuse into our family and into our workplace and into the people we work with and the environments we work with. This journey is not just a journey for us individually. And it's not just a journey for us to obtain our promises, but it's a journey that as we do that, we leave a legacy around us and we lift and bring people into a place of faith, a greater place of faith, a greater place of trust in our speech, words, and action. Well, the Lord bless you today as you continue on this journey of looking for a land whose maker is God. Bless you. We want to thank you for joining us on Recalibrate today. For more information, please check out our website at crcfchurch.com.